Welcome back for the 16th episode of the Cape Legans Communities Podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Carboni. This week, I had the pleasure of speaking with Isaac Collins, a member of the 2018 Wareham Gaiman Championship team. Start off with just if you could just introduce yourself and your position while playing for Wareham in the year. My name is Isaac Collins. I played for Wareham in 2018 championship team. I played mostly right field for our team. I played a little bit of second base, but I actually played second in college and going out to the Cape Cod, I was a temporary player. So I kind of went out there just willing to play any position, just get on the field and ended up playing right field for us most of the time and found a position out there, and played a good amount. Was it a big adjustment to go from second base to right field? It was, it honestly was, but I remember taking a lot of uh, reps in the outfield during batting practice and just, I remember just thinking like, I just, I, I want to play, you know, I'm going to do anything that I can to play. And at first it was a little awkward, but I think my athleticism took over and eventually I became a pretty good outfielder. Yeah, I was actually there. The game, I forget if it was the last playoff game or the second to last when you got that insane catch like over the fence I was literally sitting like right behind the pitchers back there and everyone was going crazy I was like oh my god my yeah. dad still to this day will be like he caught that he caught that like you gotta ask him about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was insane and ended up, ended up being on sports center and mm-hmm. we would we should have had finished the game that night if there wasn't that fog out but yeah, that was the next day and winning it. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was special for sure. That must have been tough too, because you guys were in such like good momentum, like you guys were up, and then you just had to like cut it off because the the weather. Yeah, it was it was weird, but we yeah we kept our momentum going through the next day and ended up winning. Yeah, that was awesome. After a full season of college ball, you had to like pack up and come to the Cape and mm-hmm. move in strangers can you just talk about your experience adjusting to the new area a new team and just living with some people you didn't know yeah so that was after my sophomore year so my freshman year I was able to play summer ball so I was somewhat familiar with how summer ball worked you know going to host families and just playing on a new group a new team a bunch of new players and I was familiar with one player and that was Luke Roskin we he goes to Nebraska and so I knew him from there and he's from Minnesota. So I knew him from high school and we ended up playing on the same summer team the year before. So he was about the only guy I knew that uh, going into that summer. And it was interesting. I had never been out to the Cape Cod before. Didn't really know what to expect. I kind of went in there pretty naive. But like I said, I was a temporary player. So I wasn't exactly sure how long I'd be, how long I'd be there for. And um, I remember we had two like exhibition games before the season started and about half the team at the time were temporary players. So I realized that, wait, this is pretty much tryouts. Like this is, we're going to cut a bunch of guys before all the, you know, big name guys come in who are still in the NCAA tourney. And I remember in our first exhibition game, I hit a home run and I only had about three home runs that spring. And I think that helped me out a lot and ended up staying on the team for a little bit and then stayed throughout the entire summer. But 
it was interesting. I mean, I really liked the people out there. I, like I said, I uh, lived in Mattapoisett, which is about 20 minutes south of Wareham. And it was, it was fun. It was interesting. Cape Cod is, you have to experience it to really understand what it's like out there. But it was fun. By the end of the summer, I, I had a, a very deep, you know, connection with the Cape Cod. And, you know, there's very resonating memories that I have from out there that, you know, I'll remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, definitely the East Coast is definitely very fast paced, but a lot of like, I would say the time you came is just so many tourists are there. So it's also like you're adjusting to like, this is kind of your new home for three months, but it's also Mm -hmm. like, it's so busy from June to August in the area, it's insane. Yeah, and Wareham is different with all the other teams, you know, different cities. So it's not quite as busy and quite as, you know, fast paced as, uh or orleans is but it was fun you know i mean i think we kind of took pride in being on wareham because we're considered the stepchild of the cape and did you live alone or did you live with no i had a very interesting uh housing situation i had three interns um enrique jd and trevor who enrique and jd were the color commentary guys and uh, Trevor was a producer, and so there's four of us in this small house in Mattapoisett, and I had to share a room with JD, and we all shared a bathroom. Oh, that was fun. And, yeah, and it was fun. I mean, like me being a player and them being interns, it was it was honestly kind of satisfying to like come back home after games and be able to talk to them about games and see what they think because they are players. They're just, you know, they're watching from the sidelines and watching, you know, commentating and they, their passion for baseball is just as much as my passion or even more. Cause they, you know, they love baseball and they love talking about it. So, you know, it was really cool being able to communicate with them and see what they think about players and what they think about the game and how things went. And it was just kind of refreshing being able to come back and be able to like talk to them and just something like someone that's not on the team doesn't really know, what ha- what goes through like being a player and the hardships of baseball because baseball is an extremely hard sport and just being able to talk to them and just hear their pra- passion for this for the game it kind of helped me realize like you know this is it's more than just baseball here punch people love this game and you know you just got to enjoy it and have yeah. fun definitely a different perspective because you know you have the fans and then a coach's perspective and players yeah. perspective but you don't always get to talk to the people that commentate or do the statistics or do the edits for yep, exactly. every game. So it's nice to like talk to those people to see what you said, their passions and what makes them love the game as much as you do. Yes, exactly. So you had a 308 batting average with 120 at-bats during the regular season. How was it to play with wooden bats against some of the best pitchers? It's definitely an adjustment, but like I said, the prior summer I played summer ball, and that was my first real season of playing with wood bats. And so I was familiar with wood bats, and you know, you ha- you do have to adjust your swing. It it you do have to you know find barrels more often. You can't get away with uh, certain swings that you could with the metal bat. You have to be really efficient with your swing, and you know, be able to square up a ball. And I think why I did so well with the wood bat was because you really have to simplify everything as a hitter. And I think with my swing and being able to simplify 
my swing, I think it helped a lot and I ended up having a lot of success and, you know, I just had fun. I played confident. I was around a bunch of really good players. Um, Andrew Vaughn, Bryson Stott, Austin Chenton, to name a few. And those are just a few of many players that, that we had on our team. And all those really good guys had something in common. That was, they just carried themselves differently. They went about their work differently. I think that kind of wore off on me. And I realized, you know, if, you, if I want to play good, I have to, you know, be confident with my talent and trust my swing and trust my athleticism and just go out there and have fun and compete. But it was also tough because you as a temporary player, you knew that your time was short if you didn't get an extended contract. So you didn't have as much time to get comfortable with the wooden bats. But luckily, as you said, you had a summer prior that you yeah. were able to like, work with them. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it's interesting because I don't really remember putting like added pressure on myself. I think I kind of went into the summer pretty naively. And I just remember going into the summer like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Like this will be really fun. Come out here. You know, if I don't, if I, if I leave after a month, then, you know, that's what was supposed to happen. You know, there's no, I can't, I'm not going to beat myself up too much about it. But I think with that attitude, I ended up playing much more relaxed and much more confident. And I ended up you know, being a big contributor to our team. Yeah, you didn't stress yourself out because I know that the adjustment factor can be very stressful to some players because everybody acclimates differently. So you yep. definitely went in with like a good mindset to do your best. Yeah. The Wareham Gateman won in 2018, the Cape League Championship. How was it to be a part of the best team that summer? It was awesome. It was really cool. I mean, we kind of decided once the playoffs started, like, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to win this thing. Screw it. Mm-hmm. And we clicked at the end. I remember Austin Chen put on an absolute performance in the playoffs. Like, I had never seen a player just go into a different zone. I think he hit over 500 in the playoffs and whenever we needed him to make a big hit he got it and we played really good defense everyone stepped up I remember we had bench players come in step up we had guys that didn't really play much during the season step up in the playoffs or guys that didn't play too well during the season stepped up in the playoffs and pitching as well and we didn't really have like the like the biggest prospects on our team we did at the beginning of the summer but they all left for their team USA but I remember going up against Chatham they had some really big name dudes like they had Spencer Torkelson who went number one overall they had a bunch of other really good players and we kind of just came together as a team and it was just the next man up mentality you know everyone kind of whoever was up at the plate you know they just did their job whoever was on the mound they did their job and defensively we all made the plays that we needed to and you know, we all, we came together and we won and it was, it was awesome. You know, it was definitely one of the, one of the most memorable moments as a baseball player that I've had, you know, being able to dogpile on the field like that. I've, I've only dogpiled twice in my life. And the first time I was 16 years old. So being able to dogpile, you know, for the Cape Cod League Championship is a really special thing. And, you know, something that I'll remember forever, for sure. I remember watching like as a fan I was at that game and being on the field after and just seeing how excited all you guys were and taking pictures putting on your t-shirts that you guys got and hats it was just cool to like because it is it is an extremely difficult league and there's 10 teams as you say we'll get we'll leave because they're recruited to the USA team they'll just leave because maybe they'll get injured or if they're a pitcher they threw 
too many pitches and their college coach is like, nope, you got to come home. So it's just like so many factors can come into play to take away your teammates. And at one point you may be like clicked, like you said, and then they, three of them could leave. And it's just an awkward dynamic that could happen. It's just a changes at a time. Yeah, definitely. Could you kind of go into detail a little bit about that catch you made in the playoff game? I forgot what inning it was, but I remember it was a pretty big moment in the game. I want to say we were up by a run, and they had a runner on either first or second. Yeah, I remember. There, there had been even maybe a couple people. Yeah, it would have been I don't remember event. exactly either, but I remember it was like, wow, this moment like saved yeah. the inning. Yeah, I remember what they, it would have been a go-ahead home run if it got over. And I remember uh, Chatham, they have a very small field with mm-hmm. a very small fence. And I remember being out in right field and thinking, wow, I don't really have much room here. You know, if it's over my head, I'm going to have to, you know, be aware of the wall and aware of where it's at. And um, I remember it was a righty and he had just hit a flare out to right. And I kind I knew right off the bat, like, oh, I'm going to be able to catch this ball. And, you know, I tracked it down and then I got closer and closer to the wall and I could feel it. And I'm not sure if there was even a warning track there or not. I think there was. But I kind of just, you know, I kind of just let my athleticism and baseball instincts just take over and, you know, my awareness of where the wall was at. And I ended up, you know, catching, you know, robbing a home run. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to when it was first off the bat. I thought right off the bat, I'd be able to, you know, run it down and get to it pretty easily. But I realized, you know, I'm running out of room here. I'm going to have to get close to the wall and ended up making a really good catch. And yeah, it saved, saved the inning for sure, kept the momentum with us. And, you know, it ended up being on Sports Center the next day and we won the championship. It was that 24 hour, 48 hour day was just crazy. Yeah, like surreal. Like it didn't even yeah. feel like everything was happening. You were like, am I living in this moment? Yeah, definitely surreal. That's probably the best way I can describe it. You know, seeing myself on ESPN, like this is what I dreamed of as a child. And now I'm actually here. One. This is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. What was the greatest learning experience you took away from your time on the Cape? Greatest learning experience? Um, they were cool. The first one, early in the summer, I was struggling a little bit. I wasn't playing every day. I was having to figure out, you know, how to, how to be consistent without playing very much, playing against, you know, good competition and good players and, uh, our head coach, Don Sneddon, gave me a book called Heads Up Baseball by Ken Revisa. And I read about two chapters of it. And one of the first things that stuck out to me was great players always visualize themselves making great plays. They don't visualize themselves making errors or striking out. And I think that really clicked for me. And after that, I ended up playing with a new sense of confidence that kind of lasted throughout the season. And also, then the second biggest thing I learned was what I mentioned earlier was how like the best players, you know, like Spencer Torkelson or Andrew Vaughn, Shenton, you know, all those great players that I was able to play with, they, you know, they went about their business differently compared to everyone else. You know, they walked up to the plate with a, with a different sense of confidence and body language that really, you know, resonated. And it kind of was like, all right, this guy's either going to hit the ball really hard for a hit or he's going to hit the ball really hard for an out. You know, he, he just looks like he's going to square the ball. And 
it was just kind of that aura. And now that I play minor league ball and with the Rockies, our spring training facility, we uh, share one with the major league uh, team. And so I, I was able to see, you know, Nolan Arenado, who's not with us anymore, Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, all those uh, very, very successful MLB players. They have that same sort of, you know, confidence and body language and aura that uh, just kind of resonates with them. You know, everything they do, they, it's, it's, it's borderline cocky, but it's just, it's just so much confidence in themselves. That's why they're such a great player because they, they just trust their skill set so much that, you know, they go about their business knowing that they're one of the, they're the best to do it. So I think that really resonated with me. And once I got back to school that junior year, I felt I had a new sense of confidence, you know, and I really wanted to keep that with everything that I did, you know, whether it was just a walkthrough practice or basic BP, you know, I wanted to have the body language and intent of a great player and kind of a confidence of, you know, I'm one of the better players on this field and I'm going to act like it and I'm going to play like it. Yeah, it's like you took that confidence and you continued to prove yourself to get to the next point. And now you're playing minor league baseball. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, aside from baseball, were you able to do anything like on your off day on the Cape that you really sticks out to you? Oh, yeah. Drew Millis's host family. I forgot their names, but they were uh, pretty close to the field and they had a beautiful home with a pool. And they lived on this like private pond slash lake where um, there weren't any motorized boats, but they had three canoes or kayaks. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of off days, I remember. And every off day we'd go there and we'd go fishing. That's awesome. We'd go fishing for hours. And I'd always, I remember always being at their house, you know, always hanging out there. They're, they'd always cook us bunch of food for lunch and they had a bunch of kids as well and they're always fun to play with and yeah so yeah definitely going there fishing all the time swimming in the pool that was that was probably the most memorable off-field moments definitely that's awesome people definitely on the cape are like that like they'll just be like oh come over and we'll do a cookout and just have a bunch of people over obviously pre-covid but yeah exactly did you ever get to the beach at all or anything yeah I did. I, uh, Evan Moore. Okay. Yeah. That was literally, that's like five minutes from my house. It's really close. Yeah. So we went there for the fourth of July and that was really fun. Yeah. There's just like fireworks and people all around. Yeah. Yeah. Bonfires and everything. Yeah. What advice would you give to a young collegiate athlete hoping to play on the Cape one summer? I'd say don't let, don't make it bigger than what it is. You know, it's obviously the Cape Cod and it's prestigious league and there's all these great MLB players, you know, even Hall of Famers that played in it. But at the end of the day, it's baseball and it's same old, same sport. You know, there's nothing different. There's no new rules or anything besides using wood bats. And it's just the same game and uh, trust your ability. That's the biggest thing. I, I think it clicked for me where I ended up trusting my ability and I realized, you know, I'm a good player and there's a reason why I'm here. You know, I, I'm just as good as these players and I'm going to play like it. And so I think the biggest thing is just trust your ability and don't make it anything bigger than what it really is. That's awesome. Just to close out, what would you say is the greatest memory you had both on and off the field? 
Greatest memory on the field was definitely either was definitely just the championship game, championship series. I remember the the fans were really into it. You know, it was it was real baseball. You know, the during the summer, during the regular season, it was kind of just you know fun. A couple of tourists would come because they've heard about it, and you know, it was pretty relaxed, just summer ball. But once we got to the playoffs and especially the championship, it was like all right, both teams really want to win. It was towards the end of the summer, so some of the tourists may have been gone, and the only people that were really at games were the people that lived there, and everyone was really into it, and the atmosphere was great. And I remember the championship came at Chatham before the fog out or whatever. Mm-hmm. was one of the best atmospheres I've ever played in. You know, there was, like, I want to say close to 10,000 fans, and it, it's just it's just like a wooden bleacher stadium that maybe holds 2000 but everyone was up on the wall or on the hill mm-hmm. everyone was lined around the field it was crazy and so that was definitely my favorite um, on-field memory i just remember that the atmosphere was electric yeah, I remember being in like the group of like the host parents slash volunteers for wear him everybody was just yelling cow i think they brought cowbells they were just ringing yeah. them every inning it was just like crazy it was yeah. one of the best games I've been to yeah it was electric and, you know that's ex- that's any baseball player what they dream of what they want and it rubbed off on us for sure you know we played really well that night and I think the atmosphere and the energy that was in that stadium really wore off on us for sure but uh my favorite memory off the field I'd say either yeah going to the beach on fourth of July was really fun but just going over to Drew Millis's host family's house all the time. I probably went over there like 10, 15 times. And every day we'd, we'd hop out on the kayaks and we'd bring our fishing poles and we'd go fishing. And we, I don't know how many bass were in that lake, but there were tons. And every time we went out, we'd always catch at least two or three. That's sick. Yeah. And I don't even really fish that much. Yeah. And Being out like off the field and just, it's just like such a calm thing. Yeah big thing on the cape is just like go to the beach or going fishing and you're just like okay I'm like at peace <laughs> yeah exactly that was that was yeah that was so fun like the cape cod was definitely probably the most memorable summer I've ever had in my entire life most fun I've ever had playing baseball you know all those teammates we, were, we all got along so well there wasn't any sort of drama yeah that's awesome and yeah. just having like buddies now play for different college teams that you might even play while you're finishing your college yeah. years, you know? Yeah, I still keep in touch with a, a bunch of players on that team. I still keep in touch with Austin, Drew Millis, Sahid, Luke Roscom, Ryan Kreidler. You know, I keep in touch with all those guys, so. Awesome. Yeah, my dad will still text Drew's dad all the time and be like, so am I going to be able to see Drew play ever, or is this COVID going to ruin it forever? It's just yeah. funny how like connected you still stay even though you might not see each other for like years yeah exactly all right well it's good talking to you and good luck with your minor league experience and getting up to the top (laughs) yeah appreciate it thank you all right have a good one love you too thank you for listening i'll catch you next wednesday for the next episode